Welcome to the Joyful Morning Wellness podcast show. I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome to a place filled with joyful encouragement, gratitude, hope, and beautiful advice to live a gorgeous, nourished life. Inspiration for a beautiful tomorrow. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 16, verse 9. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Joyful Morning Wellness Podcast Show. I'm your host, Becky. Let's get into today's episode. Top three tips for reaching your goals. Today will be an interactive podcast episode. If you're listening to this in your car, I encourage you to go back later and take some time to go through the activities. This is when the breakthroughs can begin to occur for you if you have struggled in the past to achieve your goals. I'll relate all of my tips today to one of my goals, which was to become more active. Your goal could be any number of things, so keep your goal in mind when I share my story. Let's discuss values. What's important to you? What provides meaning in your life? Think of it this way. God willing, if we live to be 80 or 90 years old, when we look back on our lives, what will truly matter? Of course, what is important to us may change throughout our lifetime. However, our essential values, those things that are integral to who we are, will likely be similar throughout our lives. So have a think about what matters most to you. Some ideas to consider are family, loved ones, community, faith, kindness, gratitude, health, etc. These elements become a part of us and they help to direct our focus and recognise what is truly important. Living out kingdom-driven lives where we allow the will of God to direct our path helps to establish values that have have eternal meaning. What does it look like when we relate the kingdom of God to goal setting? It transforms so many things. When we consider our our values in light of eternity, it helps to bring our goals into focus. Getting fit is no longer about the way we look, the way we appear to other people. It takes on a new depth of meaning. Health, as far as we have any control over, becomes something to nurture, spend time on and prioritise. Now, of course, I recognise that there are conditions, illnesses and diseases that can prevent us from living healthy lives and I am not speaking of these. I am, however, saying that where we have the ability, we have a choice. I'll explain what I mean. As you may be aware, if you've been listening to this podcast show for a little while, I have stage four endometriosis. In the past, this has meant that I have lived with often debilitating pain, which made it very difficult to do normal everyday things. For years, my husband had been encouraging me to exercise. He wanted me to be healthy and strong, and for so many years I resisted. I didn't understand how exercising would make me feel, and I didn't realise the benefits that I would experience. Fast forward to today, and I now regularly go for walks or ride my bike or stretch, and I am the fittest that I have been since I was a teenager when I did Irish dancing. Being healthy started small. It started by changing my diet, which I will talk to you about in an upcoming episode. It started by cutting out processed food and eating gorgeous, natural, wholesome food. Then there was removing chemicals from my routine and using natural products. 
Last of all, there was exercise. I resisted. I thought that because I am small, exercise wasn't really important. How the years have changed me. I didn't really understand how wonderful it was until I took the step and started making changes. I've learned a lot over the years. A lot of it was prompting from my husband, prayer to help me change, as well as realising the amazing benefits that I experience from exercising. I still have endometriosis and I had surgery last year, but I am the healthiest I have been in almost 20 years. Understanding that eating well and starting with gentle exercise, increasing to riding long distances, allows me to live out God's call on my life as best as I am able. It really did start small. It started with baby steps. I still remember going for my first bike ride as an adult after many years. I think I only rode a few kilometres. I cried because I was scared of the traffic and I wanted to go home. I felt like I was making myself do it, and I probably was. I tried a few times, but I remember being very anxious and not really enjoying it a whole lot to begin with. Then something changed. My husband and I moved from a very busy part of the city to an area close to the river and surrounded by parkland. I still had to ride on the road for a short distance, but it was a designated bike path and I felt a lot braver. We only had to ride for about five minutes until we arrived at the river. From there, we had a dedicated bike path for many kilometres. It was then that I discovered the beauty of cycling, and now it has become my thing. I love exploring new places. I love the feeling of the wind in my hair. I love going fast, listening to the birds, and challenging myself. I love that I overcame my fear too. I almost never realised how amazing it was because in the past I gave up when it seemed too difficult. I didn't push through. One of my goals was to exercise, but all I saw were barriers. I had tried all kinds of activities, but never discovered the right one for me. It helps that my husband loves cycling, but he went on his own for many years because I was incredibly reluctant. So how does this relate to values? In a few ways. One of my values is the importance of my marriage. Over the last few years, my husband and I have both adored riding together. It is something that we share, we support each other, and we get to experience so many blessings out on the road or on the bike path. We have travelled to different countries and made it a priority to go cycling there together, and I wouldn't change that for the world. Another way that it relates to values is my faith in God. Being fit and active while living with a chronic health issue gives me the best opportunity to have strength to do what God has called me to do. Of course, I still have difficult days and I don't exercise every day, but I'm thankful that I started and every step I take makes me stronger physically. In the past, my endometriosis was so severe that I struggled to walk to the letterbox and some days I spent most of my time in bed. When I look back to those days, and then see where I am today, I see the faithfulness of God. I could not see where I would be today. I couldn't see that I would be getting up this morning and going for a ride at 6.30am for an hour. I never imagined that I would have ridden so many kilometres. This month, over 180. Seen amazing scenery and explored beautiful places. So exercise for me has actually strengthened my faith because it's not just about burning calories. It's about taking those first steps in faith into God's will for my life. Of course, everyone's situation is different 
and I understand that there are often reasons out of our control why we aren't able to be active in the way we would like to be. However, where we have the ability and the means, it is beautiful to take the opportunity and take those first steps because you never know where they will lead you. Now, your goal may not be related to exercise. It could be to eat well, to spend more time with family, to learn to play a musical instrument or anything else. Whatever it is, have a think about how your goal relates to your values. So my tip would be to write out what's important to you. What do you place the most value on in your life? How do your values relate to your goals? If you discover that, you'll be well on your way to setting goals that you are more likely to achieve. My next tip for achieving your goals is is discovering your why. Why do you want to achieve your goal? This could be related to nutrition, exercise, sleep, stress management, work-life balance, or any number of goals. Spend some time working on your why. By this I mean, why do you want to achieve your goal? What motivates you? What will get you out of bed ready to take on the day? Where do you want to see yourself in a month's time, year's time, five years time or longer term? What is important to you? Take some time and write these out. Are you starting to see a pattern? Do you see recurring themes or does something in particular stick out to you? Write that down too. Everyone's why is different. For me, I look ahead and see the woman that I will be if, God willing, I live to be 80 or 90 years old. I would love to be going for little walks, to be riding my bike, and most importantly, to be surrounded by loved ones and contributing to their lives. I would love to be able to look back on the life that I have lived, the life that God gifted to me, and to know that I have used my days well. I would love to be able to look back and recognize that I had taken diligent steps when I had the time to build strength, to make my heart healthy, and to have eaten food that nourished my body. It's not just about the exercise, though, as always. It's about looking back on the life that I lived, the places that my husband and I explored together, the sunshine that danced on my skin, and the gorgeous birds that filled my ears with their song. I would love to have a lifetime of memories to enjoy in my older years. So that's my big why. That's what encourages me on those those days where I'd really rather not. Another reason that exercise is so important to me is that I was born with congenital hip dysplasia and had no hip socket and very little head of femur when I was born. So for me personally, I know that to be able to walk in my older years, I need to strengthen my hips and my legs now. I may only be in my mid-30s, but I'm grateful to be starting to build that strength now. Plus, the added benefit is that I get to enjoy a lot of beautiful rides right now and be present in the moment, which is just so gorgeous. So what's your why? What will encourage you to reach your goals, to take those diligent little steps each day towards whatever your goal may be? Take this opportunity now, if you can, to write down your why. Spend a little bit of time to think about it. Just as your values will help to give a firm foundation to your goals, your why will help to set your vision and to keep it set. My last tip for the day is to have a think about who inspires you. In relation to your goal, who is it that is already achieving it? Who do you see around you in your life that is taking those steps, that has overcome those hurdles and who is making the most of the gift 
that God has given to them. In relation to my exercise goal, my inspiration is my Uncle Jim. My uncle turned 80 this year, and while many people his age are slowing down, I think my uncle is speeding up. My uncle is an avid cyclist. For his 80th birthday, my cousins bought him a new electric road bike, and I just think that's so cool. I actually tear up thinking about my Uncle Jim and how amazing he is. Not only does my Uncle Jim love cycling, but we follow each other on Strava. We give each other kudos. For those who cycle, you'll know what that is. And we encourage one another while he lives in New Zealand and I live in Australia. And I just think he's amazing. The longest ride that I've ever been on was 90 kilometres. My husband and I rode out to the coast and back again and then around the city in preparation for the tour to Brisbane that we rode earlier this year. Uncle Jim rode over 100 kilometres on one of his rides this year. So from my perspective, I need to up my game. No, I'm just kidding. I'm happy with 90 kilometres and if I ever reach 100, then I'll definitely celebrate. Watching from afar as my uncle continues to clock up Ks on Strava is just the best thing. He rides many times a week and he is my inspiration. So when I'm 80, Uncle Jim, I want to be just like you. Thank you for encouraging me to exercise and I'm over 40 years younger than you are. It's pretty easy to keep going with this cycling thing when I have someone so amazing to look up to. So have a think about who in your life inspires you, who is doing just what you would love to do. We don't need to compare ourselves to them or feel bad when we don't achieve what they have but we can set our goals right next to them and see how close we can come. Just to finish today, I wanted to let you know about the other people who inspire me. Firstly, there is my husband, who also has a chronic health issue and at times is very unwell. Yet when he is able, he rides his bike, he gets outside, he enjoys the sunshine and he keeps going. I think he's incredible. It took him many years to encourage me to finally discover the joy of cycling, but his persistence paid off and I am so grateful for it. Two other people who really inspire me are my parents. They, are both, they have both had their own health challenges and yet they take diligent steps regularly to overcome their barriers and to keep moving. My parents will be 70 in two years' time and you would never know it by looking at them. They are both strong and fit and motivated and they live every day to the full. I am so grateful to have parents that I can look, look up to like that. That is such a true blessing. When we look around us, we see other people who have overcome seemingly insurmountable obstacles to achieve their goals, who take each moment that God gives them and do the very best they can with what they have. So I encourage you today to let those people inspire you. You never know how achieving your goals will inspire those around you to set theirs and to achieve amazing things. So my top three tips for achieving your goals are to consider what is important to you and what you value most, to discover your why and to be inspired by someone who is currently doing what you'd love to do. So grab your journal, take out a piece of paper or use your phone to write down those things that anchor you and can be your foundation to achieving your gorgeous goals. I have created a gorgeous goal planner for you that you can download and print after signing up for the Strong and Courageous newsletter. It helps you to set out your goals for the next month, quarter, six months, and year. You can find the link on the website at joyfulmorningwellness.com.
There are also beautiful goal planners out there that will help you get your ideas onto paper. I find when I write ideas down, they come, they become more tangible and even the process of writing them down brings more clarity. So whether it's pretty, minimalist or purely practical, find your favourite way to write down your values, your why and your inspiration. A gorgeous friend of mine gave me beautiful yet wildly practical goal setting planners and a journal this week. I wonder how she knew how much I love goal setting. Thank you, Marion. You're so incredibly loving and thoughtful. The notes for this podcast show will also be available on the website in the next few days. So next time on the podcast, we'll be discussing more ways to help you achieve your goals. If you know anyone who will be blessed by this episode, please share it with them. It is my joy to encourage you on your journey to reaching and achieving your goals. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. And I can't wait to speak to you next time on the podcast show. Bye. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3 verse 6. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Psalm 20 verse 4. When we seek God and his will for our lives, he transforms our desires and aligns them with his. You can find uplifting content, blog posts and plenty of the good stuff at joyfulmorningwellness.com. The podcast can be found here and on the website. Joyful Morning Wellness is also on Instagram and Facebook. I love hearing from you, so please get in contact with me to share your story. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait to share the next episode with you here on the podcast. Have a beautiful day.